future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. Well, 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 look what the cat dragged in. How do you know it was a cat that dragged me in? Meow. <laughs> this is going really well. <laughs> what are you doing Tuesday? Oh, you know, a little talk show on the rocks. Oh, right. Oh, I'm in that. Now yes. I'm on that train? Yes. Oh, good. Well, just, you know, pour me a double, baby. So join us on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. for On the Rocks with Jill. And Alexander. <laughs> that went smoothly, don't you think? See you Tuesdays. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. That's oh, all I have to goodness. say. That silly laugh I do at the beginning. We've I got love to it. It's endearing. That. It's like a perfume that you could have is like silly laugh. Oh. <laughs> by <It's>... Jill Whelan. <laughs> Jill. Yes, but it's what you buy at Walmart at Walmart. It's I buy not... a lot at Walmart. Do you buy do you buy it... cologne at Walmart? <laughs> Including my outfit. So let's just let's just put it out there. Last night we were at Rockwell. We had a show. That was our focus. That oh my gosh, that was and so our focus. Like, and today I'm like, oh, show. Show, show. <laughs> I'm usually in a suit. I'm in my pajamas. You are not. You are, for the record, you are not in your pajamas. Oh, really? Because every gay man wears a Steelers t-shirt. Well. <laughs> Go Steelers! <laughs> what country are they? Oh, even oh said what gosh. country? What state are the Steelers? Pittsburgh. They're Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes. I love their cream cheese. Is that where the cream that's cheese That's Philadelphia, but that's okay. It's all the same state. <laughs> That's actually will probably be one of our most fun shows. <laughs> the reason we say that, it's because today's a fly-by-the-seat-of-our-pants show for a couple of reasons. But we got some good pants. Well, there's nothing wrong with great pants. I'm not wearing pants at the moment, but I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a dress. I'm wearing a maxi dress. You did send me a text at one point saying, I just found my panties in my purse. No, that, okay. So you're going to embarrass me in front of our company. <laughs> I have a teach a musical a voice teacher who was... Madeline Kahn incarnate and she was one of the funniest people I know and I and I, I know that she had gone out one night to see a show or something and so I asked her the next day well how was it she said well I must have had a good time my panties are in my purse <laughs> As, I mean she was joking but you know it's so funny Memorable. Memorable. <laughs> oh you'll never forget Marie that is for sure she is she's some oh sweet mystery of life at last I found you. <laughs> That's her. That's her. Apparently, we never got off stage last night. This is a continuation was, of the magic. It was a fun magic. night. We did lots of fun stuff. We had a great crowd. Last night was it was our first attempt at like a duet cabaret. In fact, we're playing some of the pictures. Let's talk about the waiter that we both fell in love with. Well, he Long-haired, was haired blue-eyed. A, a beautiful young man, but I, I can't say I fell in love with him because I'm pretty sure my son is right around his age, so that's not a good thing. No, but he, he has to be at least 21 to work there. And he's the only Englishman uh, with good teeth that I've seen. Oh. So that's, that's good. <laughs> Send all your letters We're talking about image and branding Alexander. today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you feel how, how last night was? I thought it was great. You know what? It was, it was um, fun. It was certain moments just hit and you were in such great voice. And then oh, I'll thanks. tell you, when you're sharing the stage and I'm in a full suit sweating, like the show was about a Latino sweating <laughs> until you stepped on stage. And then it was about, I have never seen, other than um, Elaine Stritch, a sexy woman wear these little shorts on stage. <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh, she's wearing shorts. It was like, oh God, maybe maybe I need to doubt my sexuality. Because it was, you were wearing these silk little shorts. Kurt, are, are we playing a picture? Yes. Oh, you're very sweet to say that. That was I. The love so, boat took was, a little tour down the lust boat for like a minute. It was very hot outside. I knew that I had to combat the. I would have been. I'm a sweater on stage. I mean, I, I I really am. And I, most people say they perspire. No, under hot lights and you're and singing is not. It's not like you just get up there and open your mouth and you're humming. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with your diaphragm and your core and. All of that stuff, plus but, the lights and everything But else, you looked so. amazing. Thanks. And a lot of, even of my gay friends were like, mm, wow. Aww. <laughs> and I had Chipotle for lunch yesterday, so there was a lot going on with my diaphragm <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
I'm so glad you, you... And then I want to say thank you for before right going on stage. You had um, garlic shrimp, so I want to thank you for, the, for that. We had a joke because we had a run-through on Saturday... Or was it no, Sunday? No, Sunday. It was Sunday. Sunday. And we both knew, like, our last night of Hurrah before our actual show was going to be Saturday night. So yeah. you went out, I went out, everybody went out. <laughs> and then we're singing to each other for good, which is from Wicked, and you're supposed to be looking at each other, whatever. And our director's like, why aren't you looking at her? And I'm like, girl, if you could smell what's happening. I had Bartles and James coming at me, and at you, you had, like, I wish I could say absolute. It wasn't even the good. It was like pop-off well, coming towards you. I'm insulted that you said Bartles and James. Thank you very much. Well, we know you're fancy <laughs> with the silk shorts. I had silk well, shorts, too. You just couldn't see them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you were doing Saturday, but I got to go. <laughs> no, you are mean. Here, here we go. Jill and Alexander. Here's the difference of our lives. Why don't you just say where you were on Saturday night? It was fabulous. I was at the Pasadena, I was at the LA Arboretum at the Pasadena Pops concert, and it was wonderful because my, stop laughing at me. My friend Anne Hampton Calloway was performing with Michael Feinstein. So, three names Anne Hampton Calloway. Yes, that's right. Mary Catherine Gallagher. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was a night uh, with uh, Ella Fitzgerald music and Nat King Cole, and it was amazing. And Michael is a darling conductor Michael on Feinstein, stage. He's such on. a great personality, and he's he's so entertaining. And um, so that was really, really fun. And, and you hung out with them. Yes. Mark then, Cherry. Oh, Mark, wait, Mark, <laughs> sorry, he's a, he's a good friend of mine, too. He's a good friend to a lot of young boys. Uh, <laughs> Not so that now you have a, boy I'm a young figure. boy? You have a, uh, but here's the thing. This is the difference of her night hanging out. And she's like, oh, what'd you do last night? And I've seen her Facebook at this point. It's like, I was at Rage <laughs> at Trunks. And if you know Trunks, then I'm sorry for you. But that's the difference of our night. But the next day, rehearse home. Whatever happened to class? And there's all this breath going. And it was like, it was Titanic for all the wrong reasons. Well, we got through it. Yes. You know what they say, bad dress rehearsal, good show. <laughs> Did we have a good show? The lighting was all over the place. The sound was all over the place. The audience was great, though. We really did have a good time. And first time being on stage with you, I got a little teary-eyed. You did? I did. Hello, for good. Were, oh, were you on well, stage yeah, with me? I thought you, that was for your fr friends. I didn't realize. <laughs> it was not manufactured. I <laughs> well, I had fun. I had fun, too. I did. And Except for the garlic shrimp. I know. And I don't know what was going on with the waiter crashing the dishes. Okay, three times during the show. And it couldn't have happened during like a, hello, my baby, hello, my darling. It had to happen during our big ballad boats. I know. Yours and mine. It was. And it's like the waiter couldn't figure out how to hold the dish after the first time. Well, and then Kari went backstage, Kari Ann's wife, to. She did? She went backstage and said, knock it off. Okay, I met she Kari. Said, Do you have any respect for what's going on on stage? And the guy. And apparently he was angry because he broke one dish, so he was throwing the other ones. That's what I heard. Whew, anger management. And then she went and talked to uh, our director to say, turn down the piano. <laughs> I Well, I have a lot to <laughs> say She is about a great that. stage mommy. Yes. In, a, in the best sense of the word. She, she had our backs. Well, if you get angry, you shouldn't throw more dishes. Not unless you're in a Greek restaurant. And we're going to talk about how to present yourself, how to brand yourself. Our guest today... Um, who Tamara came to Jacobs, our show, which was so lovely show. and darling of her. Didn't just come to the show, but did you see the outfit? Oh, she looked fabulous. I was like, um, we got sexy silk shorts here. I'm in a boring suit. And then we got a pantsuit of, I, I, I don't even know how, how to describe it. But was it, were, you were wearing shorts I too, right? I was wearing right? shorts too. They were darling. And, and, and I kept noticing your belt. It oh, just yeah. set off the outfit perfectly. And I thought, this is the way to wear a black pantsuit. Oh. Short suit. No, well, that belt was like Lord of the Rings. It's like either get the ring or get this belt buckle because <laughs> there was like there was a lot going on. <laughs> right, and, and it's like <laughs> the belt buckle, oh. my precious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're describing it better than I did, but uh, but it really set off the outfit and gave you that 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 sort of uh, glimmer and shimmer. It was great. It was Thank very, you. very well planned. Yes, it was. Thank the you. bling, the proper bling. Yay. The bling. And what I got was, um, why didn't you wear a belt? <laughs> I was like, girl, I wish I could have worn a belt. Oh. After that garlic <laughs> shrimp, there was a lot of bloating going on because of the sodium. <laughs> there was no belt going to happen that night. Not even singing? 
did you hear my singing? Yes, you did. Anyway. Great singing. You were great last night. You were we great have Tamara voice. Jacobs, and I've met her uh, on the past radio show. Um, I don't even know how to, how to describe her. Personality, amazing. Who she knows, we can't even talk about. Or they'll have to kill us. <laughs> right, which... <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, I, I got to be careful there, but thank yes. you. Thank you for making me sound so important. I appreciate that. You know? <laughs> I make you sound. So your ultimate uh, success plan. Also... Your latest so, book. My latest book. Yes. yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. And her trademark, Brand Yourself. Right. In a good way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a painful way. She's like, I saw your show. <laughs> We're going to talk to Tamar Jacobs. Um, first, I, I, I want to bring on Zach... Okay. Zach Gruber. We love our Zach. He's one of our favorite people. Yes. Kurt, can we get a little applause? Yay for Zach. Mm. Yay! <laughs> Zach, look at in the first row how much they love you. Zach Gruber! Andrew Friedman PR. Yes. Hi. It's, it's not Zach. just a PR firm. It's like he 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 takes care of everything. Yes, yes. Zach is a and Zach is the most positive person I've ever met in my life. Don't you agree? That wow. is true. That is true. It's, it's one of the most wonderful gifts because and you've met everyone. Well, I have, well when you answer <laughs> you the phone, you saw that one song, right? She has really yes. met everyone. Oh, stop! When um, when you pick up the phone and I say hello and you go, Jill. Oh, I'm so glad to talk to you. It's just a wonderful, Wait, what? warm. That's what he does every time that I say hello. I get sent to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> Just teasing. <laughs> Although, yes, he is full of compliments. He's so genuine and so yes. loving. For my first show, he's like, what were you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> true or false? What? That was true. <laughs> that was true. But I loved your show. I loved your show. Yeah. So Zach has the benefit of introducing us to amazing people like Tamara, like, like you to me. I wanted to just add to you. Oh, yeah. that was sweet. Yeah. Cellophane. <laughs> I just want to talk briefly about what it's like to be a PR rep in Hollywood. Okay, well, first of all, it's so fun to have these headphones on and be sitting in this chair. <laughs> because I'm always sitting in the back watching my clients being interviewed. Now I'm in the chair. This See is... how positive? It and he's just... like, did you talk about this? Did you talk about this? Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a bitchy publicist. I'm a no, nice one. No, you are one. not. No, I'm a nice one. And, um, you know, it's like uh, the good witch versus the wicked witch. I'm, I oh, have a we lot know of that. powers and I use them all for good. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, I like to spread good like a gardener of goodness around. And, and, and Ooh, I love the alliteration. Oh, thank you. I'm a writer. It's like Dr. Seuss is here. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, not rhyming. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so what was the question? What, what, like being a publicist in Hollywood, because we've heard like a lot of publicists are very rude on the red carpet, and I think some of the success of uh, for you and for Ad Andrew Friedman is that you are so genuine with okay, your clients. Okay, well, first of all, I think something that sets me a little bit apart is I had a career as an elementary school teacher before I came to Hollywood. I'm so sorry, and I taught. <laughs> you're you're perfectly space <laughs> to handle children on the red carpet. Yes, <laughs> actually. <laughs> It prepared me for dealing with the infantile behaviors yes. of Hollywood. Yes. Perfectly. I love that. That's almost a title of a book. Tamar Jacobs might agree. Infantile <laughs> behavior of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. Well, she was my friend last time. <laughs> I, no, totally no, it doesn't. There's no alliteration there. we got to get something a little more snappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I'll it. work yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I taught thousands of children all through the 1990s in mostly Massachusetts. Um, it was a wonderful career. I loved being Mr. Rogers every day, basically. And I was the art teacher. I didn't even have an art room. I taught art in a cart, which means you wheel a cart room to room like Shut an up. ice cream man. Are you kidding? And all the kids are like, yay, Mr. Zach is here. Mr. Zach is here. Aww. And those kids are now in their 20s, which is freaks me out. But you're in your 20s. How, they, how I know. It so it doesn't make sense. Um, but they found me on Facebook and they've all, uh, you know, hundreds of them have found me on Facebook and have written me the most beautiful letters. One of them actually uh, is Captain America, Chris Evans. I taught wow. him all wow. through his growing up. And yes, and what is his number, please? 323. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh. okay. Yeah, I was um, really writing it down. <laughs> no, I, he has I, a gay brother, Jill. We could show. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. You should have okay, him on good. the show. Um, <laughs> Done. Get him. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so, you know, I love all, I loved all my kids. I loved every moment of being a teacher, and I just applied all that 
to working out here. And I love people. I love helping people and nurturing people. It's it's just I have something very paternal inside of me. I think I want to have kids. Uh, I'd love Don't. to be a dad. <laughs> Do. <laughs> if they had Do. you as a parent, it would be fantastic. Yeah, I well, mean that is true. I'm they'd be very lucky. Yes, yes, they'd be very lucky. And so I, I love all of my clients as a publicist. You know, this is being a publicist is not something that I thought I'd ever be. Uh, Andrew Friedman very kindly offered me this job a few years ago because he knew me as a journalist and uh, I was a smart man. Yeah, and I was writing. I was writing all about his clients in the Huffington Post and other outlets, and he said, we're looking for a publicist. And I said, do you know anyone? And I, and I was at the time not working other than freelance. And I said, well, what are you looking for? And he said, well, we like, we like you. He said, we like, we'd like someone with your personality and your writing skills. Do you know anyone? I said, well, let me just put this out there. I'm like me, and I write like me, and you like me, so maybe me. <laughs> and he said, that's the answer I was hoping you were going to say, but I'd never dare ask. It's and like a I... show tune, actually, right? <laughs> right? You like me, you want me, why don't you pick me? Oh my gosh, you could do a musical about my life. Oh, done. So <laughs> true. Not to put you on the spot, and I and, and so if, if I am, it's all my fault. Um, can you tell the story that I always make you tell? Or do you need to save that? Um, I guess I could. Change I mean, the name. I came out, well. No, because it's not Liza, it's Miza. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I came out to um, LA from New England in 2002, and I was obsessed. I'm just going to say it. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was it's a great story. I it's was, just between us. <laughs> yeah, right. No one's listening. Um, oh, excuse I, me. No, no, I'm kidding. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, listening. Yeah. I, I, everyone I know loves this show. Um, Love you. So I was very obsessed although obsessed is kind of a dark word, but I was completely infatuated and fixated on Sally Enamored. Kirkland. Do you know Sally Kirkland? Uh, she was, uh, I've interviewed her. In fact, I had to drive her. <laughs> I didn't just have to drive her. I had to placate her while I was driving. She's like, did you see my movies? Did you see my TV show? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, yes, you, uh, Golden Globe nominee. She's like, did you see the movie? I said, yeah. She's like, do you remember that scene? And she gave me a scene. She tricked me. It was not a real scene. And I said, yeah, I remember that scene. And she said, you didn't see it. Oh my, oh my gosh! That's... And that was before she was on the radio show, so it sent it it, it established a really great feeling for that. Oh my show. gosh! <laughs> well, anyway, a lot, lot of rapport, yeah. <laughs> Branding, right? In a bad way. Wait, <laughs> boy, I'm waiting for the happy ending. Here we no, go. No, but she's yeah. really talented, though. She's a brilliant actress, and so and she'd kind of fallen into obscurity a little bit. So I thought, how in the world am I going to find her now that I live in LA? I have to find her. I have to meet her. Hopefully, I can meet her someday. Well, she was having an art gallery showing, and I just found out about it, and I walked in, and she just turns to me, and she says, young man, what do you think of my artwork? And my background is art teaching and right. being an artist. So and I, did you get Teacher of the Year award? I In Massachusetts. Boom, boom. Massachusetts yes. Art Teacher of the Year, 1999. Woo! Um, so I, um, which was like the Oscars of teaching, you know, and, and then I left teaching as a result. But um, I, w I was like, he wanted I've... to make money and survive. Well, well he'd be, he'd won the Oscar, so at that it was point, like, what I, do you do? I, I felt like I mastered it, and I, there were other things I wanted to do that I really was burning to do. And I thought, well, I'm still young. I was like at the time, you know, maybe 29. So I thought I want to go into Hollywood. So you know, and here I am. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I I met Sally Kirkland, and she said, "You're an artist." I said, yes. She said, you're a Virgo, like staring at me in the eyes. <laughs> I'm a Virgo, too. Oh, I'm a Virgo, too. September 11th. Oh. Oh, ah. oh, oh. My birthday okay. is on Wednesday, Whoa. Dave. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow's no way. Birthday. Yes. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the straight man brings in applause for the birthday. I know. I Here, I'll, I'll toast you with my birthday. Oh, that's I'll toast you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Alexander. Oh, I didn't mean to take the attention away, as I so usually do. <laughs> And then and then and then Sally Kirkland looks at me and she says, "Are you my new assistant?" And I, I, I mean, I didn't even know her. She didn't know me. She didn't know my name. I said yes. And she said, "Did God just send you into Sally's life?" I said, "I think God just sent us both together, Sally." Oh, she said, sweet. "Will you start right now?" And the first thing she had me do was uh, attempt to write her obituary, <laughs> oh uh, which which I did, and I wrote several drafts, and I still don't know why I was doing it. But um, it came out like almost like an autobiography because it turned into many, many, many pages. And uh, she didn't leave out any details. And the story just gets more and more fun. So 
but I won't go into anymore. But it was it, my my adventures in Hollywood have been uh, colorful and thrilling and wonderful and positive, and I, I've really made a ton of friends here. Um, I'm. I feel. I. I was just told by my boss that I'm a good publicist. So I guess that means you I'm a are good great. I, I'm your client. You're a spectacular. <laughs> oh my publicist. gosh, you are my client. So wait, wait. Can you tell the rest of the story that happened on the driveway where we met, or no? Um, on the driveway. Oh yes. Do you know the one? I mean? oh, no yes. secrets between sailors. So I well, was. I was at a party uh, for a Rob story. Marshall, who directed Chicago. Oh, oh, I have this. Okay. Okay, and he was up for a ton of Oscars that year, and, and it swept all the Oscars. And so um, Renee Taylor, who is a well-known veteran character actress. Oh, uh, she was in and, The and Nanny. Writer. Yeah, The Nanny, The Mother. Yes, yes, yes. She had a big party at her home in Beverly Hills to honor Rob Marshall. She does this every year. She picks a director and has all these celebrity friends come. And this is where we met. Yes, originally in 2002 yeah. or three. It's yes. Kismet. It's yes. unbelievable. Like it's a full circle. Even tomorrow, like it's it's all. So I, I feel like I'm circling your orbit, but I'm 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 fully engaged. Girl, you so, have your own planet. Believe so me. basically, believe the, me. the house was full of movie stars that my grandmother loved. It was Sid Caesar. It was um, oh my gosh, there were so many people in there, and it was all movie stars. Nobody who wasn't a movie star or married to one. Um, Dom DeLuise was there. Uh, Ricardo, Kazan, Montalban. Ricardo Montalban. I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, Kark. I know, and I got to wheel Mac- Ricardo Montalban in his wheelchair down her front uh. steps. It was so exciting. He was a regal man till the day he died. He was. He was. He was my client when I worked at a bank. Oh, yeah. I love yep. him. I want to hear you say "de plane, de plane," <laughs> because I'm short and Latino. Tamara, <laughs> I'm trying to brand myself differently. <laughs> He's the trying play, to brand himself as a Swedish man. Oh, are you doing? You're doing well so far. <laughs> so Sally Kirkland is thirsty and she asked me to get her some water. So I go into the kitchen and I fetch her this goblet of water and I can't Like find Harry her. Potter, remember at the end? Yes. Wait, how did she ask you? Come on. She said she said she said Zach Sally's thirsty. <laughs> And I love how you interpret it as I had to not get a glass of water, but a goblet. A goblet. A goblet. She asked for a goblet of water. Yeah, a goblet. It's crazy. This big. So I walked. Chalice. I I found a goblet. So I and it was crystal. Of course, because it's Zach. Whatever you want, he has. It's like Mary's house. It's like. (laughs) And actually, I got two. I was holding two goblets. It was. It was a lot in my hands. And I couldn't find her. And so I asked the cater waiter, where's Sally? And they're like, Struthers, Jesse Raphael, Kellerman. <laughs> I said, no, Kirkland. And, and they're like, oh, she's in the driveway. And I said, what? <laughs> so two I, goblets? Okay, so I run into the driveway holding these two goblets of water. And she's facing me, talking to a shorter woman whose back is to me. Okay, there's a big punchline here. So pay attention. So, so this woman has her back to me. And she goes, and I just hear the voice. Sally, you came to this celebrity party alone? And I said, and, and Sally goes, no, I didn't come to the celebrity party alone. I brought my assistant. His name is Zach. He's brilliant. He's an artist. He's a teacher. He's smart. He's sensitive. He's funny. He's wonderful. And she goes, well, I want him as my assistant. Where is he? And she goes, he's right behind you. Barbara Streisand, meet Zach Gruber. Shut And Barbara Streisand turns up. around, and I thought, I think she bumped my, her nose into my Well, jaw. she bumps her nose into a lot of things. And, I, and I just stared at her in the face. And I said, I love you so much. And she said, nothing. And she turns around to Sally and said, is he a Democrat? And <laughs> Sally said, of course, he's an activist like me, which is so crazy because I never even talked politics with her once. <laughs> um, and, she, and she said, and he said, and, and Barbara said, well, I want him as my assistant. Um, I'd like him to start immediately. And she said, you can't take him from me. You can't do this to me, Barbara. He's my assistant. You're always taking people from other people. and and Because she is... has money. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You've got you to hear this Couldn't exchange. have been a financial war. Okay. And so Sally said, um, you know, we've known each other a very long time. And, and you know, and, and so then I was standing there witnessing these two kind of, I hate to use the word Icons. Icons of the silver screen and pop culture tug of warring over me but not even looking at me so um, they both wanted me as their assistant fighting over me and words were exchanged and I don't know how much I should go into detail oh to tell words. the yellow or the orange <laughs> tell all of that okay so then she so and the then, third person references yes so then so then Sally says you can't do this to Sally so then all of a sudden Rob Marshall comes walking out of Renee Taylor's front door 
and takes Barbara by the arm. They walk arm in arm, conjoined down to the where James Brolin was waiting at a limo down at the street, never to be seen again into the night. Was and he driving the limo? Was he working for the limo? <laughs> yeah, at that he point, was. He was, was he? I, I, maybe. So <laughs> he. So then Sally grabs me and turns to me and she said, "Please don't leave me for Barbara. Please don't leave me for her. She'll never let you wear orange. She'll <laughs> never let you uh, leave her compound. She lives in Malibu and no one will ever come visit you. She's." You know, I know she's Barbara Streisand, but she does this to people, and she takes their best designers and their best assistants and their best everything. And 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 Sally needs you. Sally needs you more than Barbara. And and I said, Sally, I, I didn't come out here to climb the you know food chain of divadom. I I came out here to be a writer, you know, for television and and to do what I want to be doing. But I want to be with you, and because you're my <laughs> friend, and I'm loyal, and so I'm sticking with you. And so I did. And I didn't work for Barbara, but I was almost her assistant. Isn't that funny? See that? Just saved his life. I don't know how I feel about that story. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a night it's like a fairy tale story to most people. No. Barbara? Papa, can you hear me? Zach, can you hear me? I know. But if you had gotten into that, it's like Willy Wonka's factory. They never have gotten out. Ever. I know. No. I don't know if you got the great deal with that. Well, it worked out. It he did. Out, we're working together. Yes, we That's are. True. Yes, so we are. we're with the Sally Kirklands. That's right. <laughs> I want to be with the Barbara Streisand. We're gonna take uh, a quick break. I want to uh, surprise you. You, I love surprises. You were in such great voice last night. Aww. Um, and I wanted to share a sample of that. You uh, performed on Phineas and Ferb Disney Channel, and you played a black real estate agent. real estate agent. Yes, right. yes. And so uh, you had to do like a James. Yes. Well, girl. Well, that's another story. Uh, <clears throat> but you sang a James Bond-esque... S- it, it was an homage to Shirley Bassey kind yes. of thing, but cartoony. So in, in, in homage of our performance last night, <laughs> we're going to play that. We come back, we're going to have the branding expert. I'm so excited about Zach that. Zach is going to stay so with us. Questions. We're just going to talk about everything. Well, we're going to fix our life. Coming up. <laughs> it's only a one-hour show. I don't know what we can do. Cart, play it! You're going to love it. I was so impressed. I commissioned a whole new jingle. Do Fenchmark swanky new evil lair. Yes, swanky. It's an even swap, a variation on a timeshare. He can use the kitchen and the hallway closet. Don't touch the rocket or you'll lose. Show deposit, it's an old school evil hideout vacation swap. It's an elegant lair with spectacular views, but the carpets are white, so please take off your shoes. The wiring is new, so you won't blow an electrical fuse. It's a swanky new evil hideout vacation. Yes, it's Dovin Schmidt's evil hideout vacation swap. Yeah, look at these swanky moves. Vacation swap. I listened to that voice last night, and it was it was it was such a pleasure to share the stage with oh you. Oh my god, you're so sweet. I'm waiting for the punchline, but I'm not really sweet. You know that. I'm like, no. bitch. I was like, when's my solo? And then you sang. I was like, I'm fine. I'll just, I'll just. You sounded beautiful. Oh please, come yeah, see our show next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna play a little uh, brief intro into oh, uh, Tamara Jacobs, uh, your ultimate success plan. Um, what I love, you know, branding, image consultants, they're all, they're a little dry. Not her. Well, this is my first opportunity to be with an image consultant. So and she's just I'm not that. Be... She's that's what I'm saying. I'm sassy. excited. She is on the rocks worthy, and we're <laughs> so oh, grateful you. that she is with us. Thank you. So let's play this little uh, brief intro, and then we will we'll talk. About Come back on me. the other side. <laughs>
Go ahead. Oh, so, oh, oh. You looked like you were going to say something, so I was waiting. I'm just so excited. So let's bring her on. We need some applause. Woo! Tamara Jacob! Yay! Woo! So but I have my first question, Tamara, is what? how does someone grow up and go to college and get educated and say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do? It's such a specialized field. The answer is you don't. Aha. And it's changed, too, <laughs> you, yeah. because... When uh, like a branding specialist, when that first idea was like, "What? Come on!" It, well, that's what I figured. You must have fallen into it from I, some other thing. Totally, or? totally. What's very interesting is um, you you don't say, "When I grow up, I want to be a branding expert," because a it didn't exist, right. uh, and b what is it? And and so what I what I found out is through serendipity that I was creating a brand. And apparently it was a brand that other people wanted to buy. And I thought, oh, my God, how am I doing this? And you were an actress, too. Like I you was did your everything. own acting, I, everything. Yes, yes. I, 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 um, I'm successful through failure. Here we go. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Wait I, a minute. But that's amazing because your brand right now is, is pretty big. It's pretty big. And I'll tell you what. Here's, here's what it is. Um, first of all, you, you can't be afraid to try a lot of things. Pursue your passion. And so my first passion was theater. And I pursued that. And then my second passion was television news, and I pursued that. And then I wanted to be an opera singer, so I went to Europe, and I pursued that. And I'm thinking... You, you sing? Yes, I do. Ah! I, yes, I do. But I sing opera. I sing she opera. has a gorgeous singing oh, voice. Oh, mio bambino caro. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, Jill. And... and, and, and <laughs> And you really, you really, you're very interesting because you're a lyric soprano with a, with with wonderful overtones, and you belt like crazy. Oh. So good for you. No, no, no. She very has good a good mix though, where she can meet her phenomenal head voice. mix. Yes. Phenomenal. There's suddenly no Seymour is really hard. You either have to do it head voice or uh, chest voice, and she melted really, it really and it, well. It's wonderful. There's no break does. in your voice. It's lovely. It's very seamless. Thank you. But this is about you. So, all right, all right. So back to me, as we say. Sorry, yes, back sorry. to me. And I appreciate that. That's lovely of you. Thank you. And and and. I, it's interesting because I just talked to a young journalist. She was interviewing me, and, and she was very curious about branding and was it deliberate. And I said, no, what you do is you follow your passion. And quite frankly, I had several different things that I was passionate about. And I was brave enough and, and I think creative enough. I had a lot of support, family support, friends, so forth. I kept pursuing different passions, and I talk about it in the book, that I learned how to climb because I think – very interestingly enough, people try to define themselves way too early in life. You know, I, I think that too. Yes, I think that's so true. With so our college kids and everything like we, that. We, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know. And every age, you discover right different things about yourself. Right? How are you like supposed maybe to decide? Yeah. At eighteen years old, this is what I'm going to commit the rest of my life to. I think that's such a daunting proposition. It's daunting and it's limiting. Yes. So, so you know, I, I pursued various passions, and I talk about it in the book that my thing, and it's very different than what other career coaches would tell you, which is it isn't so much about having a specific climb, it's learning how to climb. So, you know what, don't denigrate the folks who work in a fast food restaurant. They're working. Right. The point is, if you want a job, get a job, and then get good at that job. And, and if you're in a fast food restaurant, how do you delight the customer? How do you interact with each other? How do you get promoted to manager? Whatever, but you know what? Start climbing. And then you can, and then you can take that skill and apply it to what you really want to do in life. But, you know, to, to limit yourself and sit back. And I watch so many kids write these endless anonymous resumes. Really? Oh, You want to be I my email this. buddy? You know, I, there's nothing special about you. And, and so I tell the story about my daughter who also um, is, is an aspiring performer. She's a music theater major, graduated from Syracuse. She's actually working. I'm thrilled. Yay. She's working. Yay. Yay, working actress. <laughs> working actress. Well, with you as a mom, I, I think I'd feel uncomfortable just being home like, uh, well, <laughs> we go watch Days of Our Lives again yeah. today. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And you know, she didn't want to, and I wouldn't allow her. So there you go. There you go. And, and so she said she wanted to be on Broadway, and she actually was, only she was a hostess at a restaurant on Broadway, but she didn't make it to Broadway. And <laughs> yet. Uh, yet. Ah, but it gets better because what she learned by being a hostess is interpersonal skills, making first impressions, shopping her work, so forth and so on. And while she was a hostess at the restaurant, she was auditioning. And, and she actually did land a national uh, Broadway tour. She oh, just fabulous. Finished, she just finished Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh. And uh, then she a went classic. on. A classic. And then she went on to do dinner theater. And then they invited her to stand. So she's been working for the last mu- nine months. And I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. That's wonderful. And, and it, you know, I think she'll make it. I do think she'll make it. But the point is, she's pretty flexible. 
And, and so she told me, Mom, I'm a gypsy, and it's the career I chose. And, and so she will go out, and she will be agile, and she will be nimble while trying to pursue her passion. But you know what? She's going to constantly pe- be perfecting these interpersonal skills. But, but that's kind of how you inspire everybody that you talk to. And what I love about you is that you deal with Fortune 500. Yeah. You're not just with, like, you're talking to celebrities, politicians, and these owners. And you have no, well, from what I perceive, like, you have no nerves or anything. You're just like, all right, you want to be successful? Here's how we're going to do it. And you just naturally talk to them in not such a clinical way that a lot of the other brand people do. It's like... Um, I created this PowerPoint presentation. We're going to go through these. You talk to somebody and you inspire them, but you're just so natural, even in your own style. Because your own style is just yours. It's not what you project on other people. Thank you so much. I will share the story. And I was thinking I shouldn't, but anyway, I did. I, I was. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens on this show. It's like, I was like, oh, well, we're having a good time. Let's just do it. No filters, just go there. <laughs> and and I, was at a, I was at a coffee shop, and this woman looked at me in this striped blazer with, you know, the, the, the Lauren emblem on it. And she said, so, she said, do, 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 do you own a yacht? And I said, no, I'm a, I'm a yacht wannabe. And she said, oh, I get it. You're a yacht to be. And I thought, oh, my God, that is so clever. That's, that's my new brand. I'm a yacht to be. I love that. And, and, and I think, to, to your point, what resonates with people is being authentic. You guys are so authentic. And people like... It's the alcohol. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's more than that. People, wow. people like, look, I want to talk to you because I think you're invested in me, which is huge. I always tell people, find something honest to compliment, and you disarm people. You put deposits in their ego bank before you make withdrawals. You build the trust before you then start talking about how I can improve your brand. So if people feel that there's a true investment in their outcome, right, that, that you, you put yourself in role of receivership, you know, why would they want to buy what you have to sell? So you appeal to their needs. You let them know that this is a, this is a trust zone, right? Um, there's no harm, no foul. And, and that they can be more fearless. And I try to help people understand that um, if, you, if you develop a brand, your next thing is to shop it. Because if you're an undiscovered brand, you know what you're going to sit on the shelf. Yeah, well, that's true. If they don't know what is out there to buy. They don't. And, and I talk a lot about, and, and, and you know, people were asking me while well, I'm, I'm out here, because I'm, I'm very East Coast. I get it. That's very East Coast. In fact, when Zach said, oh, I was like, ah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> done. <laughs> Whatever we need to do. Ah. And and apparently that's the whole yak to be thing. But but <laughs> you know, if 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 you have developed a brand, right, that means that you are known, you are trusted, you are used. And and if you're known, trusted, and used, then you become iconic. Then you have brand appeal. Then people seek you out because guess what? You're consistent. They know what they're getting when they hire you. And so you guys have brands and now you're building a brand together. And, and so you had a big success last night. I watched you. I thought you had really wonderful chemistry. Uh, and your you. talents matched each other. And you like each other, which is very apparent. You can't fake friendship. That's really hard. That's true. And audiences sniff it out. Uh, so I liked, I liked the rhythm. I liked the energy. You guys matched each other. Now what you have to do is be consistent about that. You know, if, if you were good last night and, and people felt the chemistry, then guess what? You can't misstep. You have to keep projecting that same expectation uh, because a brand is very easy to, to um, unravel. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make when they say, okay, I know who I am and I want to do this brand? What are some of the biggest mistakes people make? I'm being self-impressed. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because people say, well, why did you write the book? I wrote the book because I was annoyed. And, and I, because I, I, I was reading these self-help books, you know, and either they're, they're, they're self-promoting or they're self-indulgent. I'm glad you're successful. Wonderful. Um, the self-indulgent, I'm sorry you had a sad life. Who cares? My point is... You know, Love you. No, but, the, but that's right. <laughs> but that's true. So many yeah, of them are like that. Yeah. What does that do for me, you know? Uh, and, and the reason I wrote the book is because most people can't afford an executive coach, but they can buy a book. And the thing that's unique about this book is that every chapter, it's a, it's a test yourself. What are your takeaways? You know, how do you filter this? What do you want to do with this information so that you don't go back and reread the book? You go back and reread your plan. And, and, and that's the whole point. I want you to become activists because if you don't say yes, you're living a no. And then you're going to hope your way to nothing. Okay, so let's say somebody's, because so many pe- brand is thrown around 
way so too much, much these way too days. Much I mean, everybody's, I got it, my brand. I mean, it's my brand. And people have no <laughs> idea, really, what that tangibly could mean. So, so for somebody to say, I want to start a brand, what, what about that sentence would they have to prove about themselves to, to, to be truly and legitimately a brand? For example, do they, do they have a product? Do they, what, what is it that could really make a brand that would be viable? I have a really easy answer, okay. and I'll tell you why. Because I spent years in the consumer business, right, promoting bands. I was an executive at Johnson & Johnson. You talk about success. My success came through serendipity. And what I noticed while I was helping promote these, these, these consumer brands is they, they all did something for the consumer. People are looking to be made happier, smarter, or richer. So if you want to be a human brand, you better be benefit to others. Because if I'm investing my time in talking to you, listening to you, um, going to be entertained by you, I need to walk out of that experience with a benefit to me. You must have appealed to my heart, my mind, or my pocketbook. Because guess what I gave you? My time. And that's my most valuable commodity in today's overprocessed world where we're rewarded for multitasking. We're just constantly hitting the stress button. And, and I can't get my time back, so I want my time's worth. And I'm always judging you against the time you took. I love you to death. I want to talk you. about Tamara as a personal person. Oh, okay. So when you know that you don't have to be anywhere for the whole day, you could stay at home all day, what outfit are you wearing? <laughs> what are you eating that day? Are you ordering pizza? Like when, when are you just like, boom? Most of the time, and I'll tell you that... Um, well, it's kind of sad. Here's a true, here's a true story. Um, the moment I gave birth, the first thing I asked for was lipstick. But <laughs> first thing I asked for was a hamburger. <laughs> she did that last night, too. I'm not just kidding. <laughs> and, no, no, I know. It was, it was a photo op. Life for me is a photo op. But uh, no, if, if you ask me what do I do when I'm not doing this, um, I live in Princeton, New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. Um, I lived... I lived at my my uh, uh, Lawrenceville. Oh my God, that is that's, so that's like funny. Minutes. I that's, know that's down two oh six for me. Yes. Oh my God, yes. But you can't even take your trash out in Princeton unless you're like ready to go. Well, that's kind of true. <laughs> and and actually, am I, if you am live, I right? If it's you like, live on Hodge Road, if, that's true. Oh my God, and you know what? Of course, I'm telling you, I, um, I live on a better street than. So where did you like? I I live on Library Place. Oh look, oh that is a better street. That is a better street. <laughs> And 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 Hoagie Haven is right there. Yeah, but but library is like you know I live across the street. How many from people in Princeton are Wendell, eating a Hoagie Wendell though? Wilson's yes, house and which is a great. Oh, who cares about Hoagies? We're onto something much bigger <laughs> here. So, <laughs> Jill, <laughs> Hoagie Haven. Just so we have, to, we have to appease him. No, Hoagie Haven has something. No, called Hoagie. You know that's what I got involved. In. Hoagie. <laughs> you'll ask. You'll ask my in son. Princeton? He'll tell you about the fat lady. You know that one? Yes. And Why did you point at me when you said fat No, lady? I'm pointing at my son behind you. How oh, convenient. my God. <laughs> so, so Princeton is, yes, there's, 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 there's a lot of pretension in Princeton. Let's go there. But, and I'm one of the few people, because let's talk library and Hodge. There yes. you go. Those are the premier streets. I'm one of the few people actually rakes my yard, takes out my own trash, all of that. And, and it was sad because I was doing it one morning. One of my clients drove by and apparently did a double take and then called me and left me this nasty message. She said, was that you, you know, at the curb taking out your own trash? She said, you without makeup. He said, mm, don't do that. And I thought, wow, this, this is the real me. Love me for who I am because when I am not doing this and being brand conscious and image driven, right, um, I do. I like to wear my my baggy, I seriously do, baggy T-shirts and, and, and loose-fitting pants and, and my garden clogs. And, and I love to walk my dogs, and I like to uh, put around in the garden, and you know, and I get stung by bees and all of the things that you do in the suburbs. I don't get stung by bees. <laughs> yeah, but that's not you're, because you're not pulling weeds out of that's your backyard. Right. That's why. Yeah. I'm Latino. I'm pulling weeds somewhere. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't even go there. That's so politically incorrect. Oh, my God. Oh, my what? God. We got to talk about that, too. We yep. got to talk about that. About you because you do a lot of political I do. work a lot, a lot and yeah. and now that I know you're in Princeton oh and your Twitter I know you do I have to say your Twitter all of all of our listeners need to follow you on Twitter because you're kind of unbiased you just like, say it like it is I was like I, oh what happened <laughs> like, I, boom 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 I, you know because what's happening right now in in Washington is is so surreal. It's like you know, the old west in a way. It is like the old west, and and the problem is the problem yeah. is that you know the Hatfields and McCoys, and we're all getting shot. Yeah, 
And, and then we got Donald Trump in there, and he's what? And, what goes on? But but you know, Donald Trump is an interesting phenomenon. And he, yes, is. he is. And and, and and but in a, in a, in a, in a very um, unexpected way. And if I were, and I wasn't, I wasn't working with Mitt Romney. If I had been, I would have told him that you don't need to shy away from success. It's okay to be successful. America, you know, this whole envy of the rich and and vulture capitalism and all of that, he should have stood up for himself and said, you know what, I'm successful and I'd like to make you successful too, which is, by the way, what Donald Trump is doing. Right. Because as I've always contended, I want somebody to run the country who's run a business that's successful because we are, as a country, a business. We're a business and there's nothing more more apparent than today and what's going on with the stock market. Hello. It's it's so what do you what do you make of all of this and and Donald Trump I mean do you think because truthfully he's saying a lot of things that but it's almost like American thinking. horror story everybody wants to watch it but doesn't necessarily mean that that's their top show that they're into I, I right I think Do you see how I try to bring it back to entertainment <laughs> I know but well there you go but but here here's what's happening um Donald Trump is using celebrity I get it um, but now it's sort of transcending celebrity because first we were looking at him and, and, and by the way, uh, we see him before we hear him, we hear what we see. So he was all over the place. There was the Trump brand everywhere. And if you live in New York City. Manufactured oh, in China. Yes. Yeah, manufactured. There you go. And, and so we were, we were fascinated by, by the whole Trump mystique and all of that. Um, and then what was interesting is he expressed anger. Yeah. Um, and we liked the fact that he expressed candor. Uh, and and but the thing was, we thought that he would open the door, and then others would be able to walk through it. But the problem is, he's opened the door, and and he's filling the hallway. Well, his ego is big enough for the whole hallway, you and, know. And 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 his hat and his hair, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> his hair is like we, waving at you. It's like, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but he he truly, you know, we keep thinking, oh, well, he's just, you know, at some point he's going to fizzle out. Oh, well, when the when the thing happened with Ivana. And that truth leaking out. Well, that's going to do him. Right. And that didn't. And then the thing about the immigration issues. And we thought, well, this is certainly going to take him out. Of- no, but, and he, that but he's, didn't. he's like the Willy Wonka. And people want to laugh at him and support him until it really comes time. Remember when Hillary ran? Right. Uh, everyone was like, oh, this is such a great idea last time. And then it came time and people were like, oh, I'm just kidding. And I no, think I, that's with Trump. And, well, I think the, the interesting thing about Trump is that... Um, he makes you feel uncomfortable. That, no, well, okay, fine. That wasn't <laughs> illegal in this nation. <laughs> what tomorrow? Why does he make me feel? Well, he's in a welcome. No, <laughs> yeah, really. He, 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 I don't clean anything. I just want everybody to know. <laughs> he he makes you feel somehow that you could be rich too, it, it, because it just he's making it so fun to be rich. And and giving helicopter rides to kids when he you know makes these these appearances. Yeah, but he pushes them off before they land. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. but but there's an no. That's only Megan Kelly. But there, and, and, and and hasn't Megan Kelly made a name for herself? Wow. Yeah. What's so interesting, I think, right now is where is Ivanka? Where yes. okay, I, I'll I'll say this from the first. Who's the daughter of an immigrant? By the I way. actually hate politics because I feel very uneducated in politics. Because I feel very like when I see somebody, I'm like, oh, I know everything. Ivanka is beautiful and she's so educated. Why is Warden. she not making her own statement? Because I probably would vote for her for vice president for something. Because she knows where her bread is buttered and she's not going to get in that, right? And but also, she needs to say something. She, well, America's starting to wonder why she's not. But so far, she hasn't really wanted to tarnish her brand because she's known for being elegant and discreet and you know the Smart. Ivanka and all of that. And her of. heels. I'll tell you, I've worn her heels through New York. <laughs> Never once did one break. How would, how would you um, coach her in this scenario? What would be your... Or is that a fair question? No, I think it's a fair question. I think right now she's doing the smart thing because right now she is being very discreet and and holding her powder, so to speak. But if and when um, they need to bring her into the phrase, she probably will get there. The same thing. Where's Bill Clinton? They're not going to enter. He's at McDonald's. Yeah, he is, and he's also and he's also <laughs> with me. I'm not. I'm like I'm not just joking. Well, and he's also golfing with Obama. What what's yeah. up with that photo op? You know. Uh, so it's it's it's. I want to get political. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, I do, and and I love it. I love it. So, you know, at this point in time, I think people are playing a waiting game. Um, they're seeing, you know, if if they're going to shoot themselves or shoot each other, and then they'll start to jump in. 
Uh, what I think is very interesting is what's happening with Joe Biden. Let's see where that goes. All so, of a sudden, he's like everybody's sweetheart. I'm like, wait a minute. So on a scale of one to ten, what do you think Hillary's chances are winning? Four. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're great. Are you great. kidding? I don't think that. I don't think people trust her. But um, they were much higher. They were much higher. And I don't think at this point um, people like her. Uh, you know, a woman in particular has to be friendly. And she's coming off as I'm sorry, a bitch. And Take once note, you, you know, yeah, and and, and, and no, and, and and you know what? And we like we like women who are assertive, not aggressive. And she's crossed the line. But I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday, and you hit the nail on the head for me with Hillary. I feel like what a wonderful opportunity for her to be at the level where she is, yes. right? But she's she's playing the game like most women think they have to. In a man do- male dominated I world, that. and she's playing it like she thinks a man would play it. You're right, as opposed to playing it with what she naturally, intrinsically has by simply being somebody who possesses the chromosomes that make her a female. And you know what? And being a mom. And yeah. being a mom. And being and, a mom. And Which is a those powerful things. thing that is well, not being and, used. And, you guys, and, you guys, I hate to say this. Oh, yes, we are out of time. Oh, are we really? Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Although happened. I would like more men to be men, and then anyway, well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not sure where you just took this conversation, I but keep going. Okay. Try to back. Anyway, tomorrow, where because your Twitter is is fascinating because you make comments and you're very unbiased. Like you shoot guns at everywhere. Where can our listeners find you? Up? You can find me on um, tomorrowjacobs.com. I, I'm there, and I'm I'm happy to have people join the conversation. And I love people who have opinions, talk back, fight back. Um, let's have a conversation, not a presentation. Oh, and her nice. Twitter is at Tamara Jacobs. Uh, and there's a little underscore at the, yeah, end, at the end of yes. the S. Yep, yep. And Zach, okay. we we have to follow you too. Uh, you just go to a- at A E F P R. That's at A E F as in fantastic P R. <laughs> okay. Oh God, talk about branding. And right? he just had the last word. We have. <laughs> Anyway, you have to come back tomorrow. We Please we love do. you. Oh, thank you. Um, it's, it's fun. And next week we have Wendy McClendon uh, Covey. Covey. Covey, yes. From yes. the Goldbergs. Oh my God. Goldbergs, from Bridesmaids, Ann. Reno 911. We're so excited to have her. It's going to be awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you Kurt. Thank you, Zach. Yay. Everybody go have a drink because we relax tonight Woo! and so should you. Here's you. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Alexander. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. This has been On the Rocks with Jill and Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Download full episodes on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Tweet us at JA On the Rocks.